Adric of the Yammering Mouth. You thought you could invade the podcast tower and take the Onto's microphone without facing me? William, you bring puppets instead of cells. If this is how you run your podcast, then you deserve everything that comes to you. Starting with this, Animation Retribution. Yeah, and then we'll just throw in a bunch of like, just little shitty sound. I don't know if you noticed how much the, like, swords, they had them, like, bending when they were doing that stuff. Oh, my God. I did not. I, uh... uh, Yeah. I thought that worked pretty well. They were all over the place. The, uh... I want to see the buckets of swords that they had on hand just to, like, you know, (laughs) be able to suspend 12 of them in the air for every shot. Yeah. (laughs) oh man i do like to imagine that for those like the grunt guys they didn't actually just have four of them they made like 700 of them and after every single episode we're like burying five of them like there's this huge puppet graveyard behind they had to chop them up into many pieces like several yeah. times they mulch they mulched them so that they could put them by a tree <laughs> so that that tree can grow new puppets that's exactly how puppets work that's a fact well and, it... and you know if we've learned one thing this month it's that puppets come from trees <laughs> i saw the new pinocchio <laughs> god damn it that's a marionette uh I'm well, a, I'm ashamed. Wait, hold up. Which new Pinocchio? Um, I lied. I didn't see any of them. It was a okay. bit that I did. Well, only one of them has come out so far. And if it didn't cost money, yeah. I, I would want to cover it for the podcast. But unfortunately. But yeah, but it costs like $5. Oh, that's way too much. I mean, we yeah. paid money for a few things on the podcast, which is called On Twos, by the way. My name's Adric. And I'm Will, and normally we cover cartoons, such as the new Pinocchio starring Pauly Shore <laughs> that came out, like, five, six months ago now. Yeah, but this ain't that. Yeah, this month, though, uh, we're doing puppets in July. Yeah, baby. that's right. <laughs> Where we, we are celebrating puppets. Really had the foresight to make puppets in July its own theme song. Costume. Yeah, probably. Next but year. you know what? Yeah. This is a low-budget production. God, are we even going to have enough puppet shows to do another one next year? I mean, probably. I'm just coming up with, like, random fucking theme months at this (laughs) point. I don't, like, they don't need to do anything. They just need to sound vaguely all right when you say them. Yeah, that's right. Because, like, the shows are going to be of the same, like, general quality. (laughs) Yeah. Like, by virtue of christmas in july existing then you can just say anything in july and it works out yeah it'll be kind of a joke yeah what did wait anyway i I forgot what i used to segue us in so uh what did we watch Uh, this week the pinocchio who gives a shit one of the three pinocchio movies coming out this year what did we watch uh we watched thunderbolt fantasy we sure did which is uh yeah so I wanted to get at least some international flavor into our our month of puppets. And so far we've had two British shows, yeah. which is honestly too many. Yeah, that was a mistake on our part, and we yeah. apologize. Yep. To feature uh, Britain in, in that quantity was irresponsible. 
Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's why Boris Johnson had to, uh, had to step down. Yo, if we could take credit for that, that would be tight. I'm taking credit for it. Hell yeah. You know what? We made this sacrifice. We covered two different British puppet shows so that we and could take down Boris Johnson. The people realized that uh, they could do better. <laughs> oh, God. I'm also realizing that there's a Shinzo Abe joke. Oh, here. no. <laughs> <laughs> that one's slightly more tasteless. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the Boris the ones aren't was, tasteless at all. Y- yeah, well, uh, it's tasteless because he actually died, but yeah. then also, like, he was much worse of a person. <laughs> um, definitely bad, but I, are you underestimating um, Boris Johnson? Boris Johnson isn't, like, a Holocaust denialist. So, oh, man, I didn't know that Shinzo was on that camp. Goddamn. Well, he's, he's not a Holocaust denialist, but he was... Um, he denied a lot of Japanese war crimes and yeah. came up with a lot of uh, justifications for the comfort women program. Awesome. Uh, that Japan ran in World War Two, which was, yeah, very, very, very not cool. Man, it would be so easy to um, say that bad things are bad. Yeah. Like so easy so rather easy. than just saying like, oh, well, we had to we had reasons to do them uh-huh. like yeah they weren't good enough reasons <laughs> think of the troops Argu- arguably <laughs> there are no good enough reasons that's the that's the crux of it ain't it yeah which we... brings us to thunderbolt fantasy do you want to tell your joke huh you can tell your joke if you want no i i didn't actually think of one i was oh. just thinking like there's got to be one in there somewhere oh i'm sorry i'm for too folk yeah drawing attention to the fact that you puppets. didn't actually have a joke no no um maybe i'll figure one out by the end of the episode we'll see that's your reason to listen to the end uh yeah listener who's made it a full minute into this the one uh let's talk about yeah. uh this fucking weird ass show yeah let's go although um, to be clear it wasn't any weirder than any of the rest of the shit that we've watched this this month but um, no it's just weird in a different way yeah in like in so far as it trying to well not not just trying to but succeeding at being an action show which i suppose uh thunderbirds is as well yeah but it's a very different kind of action it's less uh less dynamic what the fuck does that mean well like this one's just fucking fast cuts like just so many fast cuts for this for these uh martial arts fight between <laughs> uh Taiwanese glove puppets. I mean they they made them like uh they they cut it like a, a an action like this style of martial arts action movie. Um specifically this style of a martial arts action movie when you aren't doing the punches for real is uh yeah. is is the style of cutting which is extremely funny given that it's puppets. Yeah, like, you can punch puppets like nobody's business. <laughs> I don't know much about puppets, but I know one thing. Yeah, you can beat the shit. Only if some punch of them and Judy pain. taught us anything. <laughs> yeah, but that being said, like, if this thing was nothing but the fast pace, uh, extremely rough cut, or, like, sharply cut um, 
fight scenes, I would have enjoyed the shit out of this way more. Like, those are still some of the best parts of this by a huge margin. Yeah. I, I think the thing is that the storyline was just very confusing. Yeah. By virtue of them kind of over-explaining things. And this could be one of those... Yeah, definitely a lot of over-explaining. This could be one of those those things where, like, um, there's enough cultural context to the story that, like, uh, for a Chinese audience, this would not be, like, super uh, confusing because it would, like, like follow out, yeah, a lot of the tropes. Of the norm. And, yeah, it's like... Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that we take for granted in uh, media that we've, like, grown up with where it's like, oh, yes, I see what this plot is doing. Such like, that yes, of course, I get that that's what that guy does. Right, right. So that's always a possibility. Um, but for us, uh, I'm, I had such a hard time keeping track of... like Keeping track... Well, the other thing is that it's partly the, the Crunchyroll translation because... Yes. All of these characters have Chinese names that come out in the subtitles, uh, which they they're speaking in Japanese and they have different Japanese names uh-huh. that they're actually speaking. So it's very hard to parse. Uh-huh. Yeah. That specifically that's that specific problem of like, we are hearing one thing and uh, reading another and reading and a different thing. Yeah. I had previously just like tuned my brain completely to the subtitles and was just hearing sounds. And then you told me, um, <laughs> the the thing and it it ruined the rest yeah, of the just, viewing just experience absolutely for me. tanked the show for you yeah it became much harder like it also just like there's there's a certain percentage of dialogue where once once characters have talked for an amount of time my my brain just started glossing over it unfortunately yeah you really yeah you just can't have that much expository dialogue yeah but uh, can we talk about the fight scenes for a little bit? Because I love talking about stuff that we actually enjoyed. Oh yeah. So this. So I mean, the like, fight scenes are really, really well done. Yeah. They have There's some a creativity to nice, them, uh, and like a. Uh, yeah. A just like, it feels like there are no rules. It feels like um, everybody is just yeah. It's here just to show magical bullshit. And, like, yeah. Let's go. Do did you did you have a favorite uh, death? Um, the one where the guy uh, screamed out, I have your name now, and then uh, chopped off his own <laughs> head had to be the best by far. Oh, God. Yeah, that rocked. <laughs> that was so um, good. I really liked in the first fight where a uh, dude, like, puts up a barrier and then, like, five guys just run into it and just explode <laughs> to blood and chunks. That was really good. I also was not expecting the quantity of just blood explosions. Yeah, there was a commitment show. to violence in it's this show. It's awesome. That yeah, I like I like totally respect. Um I feel like it just it leaned all the way into being uh weird and nasty and making violence feel weird and nasty. Um, yeah, it kind of has that same thing like like Thunderbirds did where it's like, yeah, we're going to make toys and then we're going to fucking stick m80s up their asses <laughs> and throw them at the screen yeah precisely. it'll be awesome precisely and like that there's that is the reason why you should be doing um 
uh, action figures and or puppets and or whatever, you know what I mean, is the fact that you can uh, kind of do things w- w- both without consequence and be a little bit more extreme and it's still going to be yeah. funny and like and not not be weird or not be like grotesque. Yeah, because that's a, a yeah. risk that you run even in anime when you have like extremely grotesque shit. But yeah, uh, like but just severe like, violence. <laughs> There's just something about the fact that they cannot make facial expressions other than opening their mouth very slightly <laughs> <Yes>. that really <laughs> makes it all a little bit more palatable. <laughs> that that was another thing that was weird to me was like they so they open and close their mouths, but it's just the slightest It's just a shiver of the bottom lip. Clothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh Which I, I was trying to see if if there was like a Chinese dub maybe that we didn't uh that it was dubbed along or that it was uh flapped along to mm. but there isn't whoa interesting. it's just this one this is the only or, dub that at least there that isn't on crunchyroll i mean not not being on crunchyroll is far less of a of a uh guarantee that it does not exist as content yeah yeah i don't know uh um, well, it it's there's no uh chinese production companies in here uh, oh, there's, interesting. Uh, yeah, Taiwanese and uh, Japanese interesting. production. Yeah. Will, do you know anything about the, the history of this and, like, why why it exists? Uh, not really. I'm kind of looking at it now. How did you find it? Uh, so, you, you remember Josh. Yeah. Josh loves this show. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. That's a great reason. Yeah. Uh, Josh and his partner Hannah and their... Um, old old roommate mike where like yo everyone should watch this and i I watched some of it and i was just like i like it's fine (laughs) (laughs) huh it's fun to watch it's fun as like a cultural object but i'm not gonna watch goddamn 300 episodes or how many there are oh man i kind of do want to watch 300 episodes i bet it gets really good (laughs) i bet it's one of those things that like there are movies. Absolutely sucks later. you in. There's three seasons. Um, so yeah, the original languages here are listed as Japanese, uh, Taiwanese, I don't know how to pronounce this, H-O-K-K-I-E-N, Hokkien, uh, and Mandarin. Huh. So that's interesting. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a manga as well. Well, they made the manga after the show was, interesting. Some, was like successful. Interesting. All right, there are only 39 episodes. I guess they only did 13 episodes per season. For their four, like kind, for their three seasons. It would be kind of reasonable to watch all of this, but... I think it's possible. You know, I wouldn't, you know... At the very least, I would want to check out one of the later episodes. Yeah. So this is um, uh, written and produced, it looks like, by or created by and written by uh, G-E-N. I don't know if it's Gen or Jen uh urobuchi and mm-hmm. um this guy has had a weird career put it that way he wrote oh for not not like weird in a bad way but just like i you know yeah no no i'm looking at it yeah he wrote and yeah it is a number of games um or wrote for a number of games uh but they're like listed under his work as visual novels it was the director of phantom of inferno and Wow, that name is amazing. Did light novels too? There's a there's a Fate Zero novel. 
in here. Oh, this is an 18 plus game that has a uh, that shares continuity with Common Rider. Uh, the ha. translation of which is showing up as Vampire Zizi, like Vampire D Z H I, Vetagonia. <laughs> okay. It's been banned. And uh, I think Japan. Huh. Wow. This. I mean, that kind of makes me wonder if. So this, they did a a, a Fate Zero light novel, and I don't know yeah. if you're all that familiar with the Fate series. Um, not at uh, all. Okay, so it started off as porn. What? Uh, it yeah, like <laughs> it started off as basically pornographic visual novels, like not not like hardcore porn, but like softcore porn visual novels. Got it. So I do kind of wonder. Yeah, so he wrote Fate Zero. Yeah. Uh, is this all writing credits? Yeah. Wow. But he did so not he did, write Fate Stay Night. Well, he did three Puella Magia Madoka Magica movies. What? Yeah. I just want to talk about this guy. It's down this on guy movies, is wild. Right? This is he wow. Did a psychopath. He did the Psychopath game. I can't remember if I've said that already. Uh, a number of Japanese games. He did the Black Lagoon. Oh, did oh. he? Oh, did just some the light fate novel. Grand Order. Wow. The original creator of Fate Zero is this guy. Wait, hold up. He got a new type award for Poila Magia Madoka Ma- Did Did he just write Poila Magia Madoka Magica? No way. What the hell? Uh, yep. Wow, yeah, he just... 12, 12 episodes. Oh my god. God, have you watched that show? Yeah. Okay. This guy is That's, nuts. Yeah, this is wild. Um, he, and, <laughs> unfortunately, animation concept for Ruby Ice Queendom. <laughs> mm. Yes. That's his last credit because it's 2022. I don't know. I guess it's yeah. not out yet. Maybe it's good. I don't know. I, I haven't watched, like, hardly any of Ruby. Yeah. It's another one of those ones where everyone's like, oh, well, you got to get to, like, the third season, and then it's real good. And I'm like, no, I ain't getting there. <laughs> that ain't happening. <laughs> yeah. I'm, a, I'm, I'm sorry, listeners. I'm just obsessed with this guy. Just, like, go through his, uh, his Wikipedia a little bit. Um, yeah, right? This is, this is absolutely nuts. He has several movies as well, but they're... Oh, yeah, because you called out the Madoka Magica movies, the, all three of them. And then... Godzilla Planet of the Monsters, Godzilla City on the Edge of Battle, and Godzilla the Planet Eater, which I think have been on um Oh, Netflix I think those are the Netflix ones. ones. Yeah. Yeah. They're mid. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. But he probably got paid. Oh, probably. Oh, and then I Bubble. Mean, he wrote for he wrote Bubble too, which is also Netflix. Oh, huh. We could do a, even... we could do more than a month. We could do an entire podcast about this guy. Right. Um, we should get back to the uh, the recap a little to bit because the puppets. Yeah, we sh- it's it's puppet weekend, and this guy back to is not puppets. a puppet certified. Because uh, I don't know. It's, does it say in his Wikipedia? Yeah, it says right here, uh, um, certified by uh, the Japanese government to not be a puppet. Oh, all right. Yeah, so that's how you know for that's sure. That's good. I'm glad that they put that on everyone's. Uh, wikipedia pages i'm gonna create a wikipedia page for you that says is certified a puppet yes <laughs> Cert- certified puppet 
So that was made by Jim Henson. <laughs> oh man, weren't we all? <laughs> uh, so we open on we we cold open in the middle of a fight, which is the best way to, that you could possibly start this show. Um, yeah, definitely. We have it. It lets you know like what's going on. Like, hey, here's what you're watching for. Yeah, and shows you that there will be things to enjoy in it as well. Um, the... I mean, it does open on this like really kind of iffy looking panning shot but whatever <laughs> i'm over it in like a second though yeah I, it seems like they do a lot to avoid animating legs that much and in fact oh yeah we well had... because these are puppets they're not marionettes they oh, don't actually right. have legs they got someone's hand all up in them yeah 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 yeah. and so all of the the like leg shots are like just leg down basically or somebody like flying through the air and doing like uh, some acrobatic yeah. trick that is presumably being thrown like the, basically yeah. <laughs> but uh there's like oh man they worked so hard to do all of these like subtle effects of like there's like always a little bit of wind in the hair and like oh al- yeah always like some particles that are in the background some smoke or something mm-hmm. and it honestly all looks really quite good um there's like- yeah, I, I just think it would look a lot better if they would do some, like, long shots. Yeah. Even if there's not that much movement. Like, you can you can do them as pacing shots. Like, you can just do them where it's, like, those, you know, long shots that last for a little while while they're talking. But even when they do those, then they're just cutting from face to face. I wonder if it's a performer limitation. Because, like, I do... F- it does seem like there's never more than just like two, maybe three characters if one of them isn't doing much in the scene. Yeah. I'm just like, maybe? I'm like scanning through it again. And like, yeah, there's basically never more than two puppets in a frame at the same time. And it could also hmm. be a, um, uh, what's it called? Like a framing problem where imagine if you're like trying to do a, a oh, like with wide the shot sets. and like, yeah. Although no, because they just when the uh, the skull face guy uh, yeah. arrives, they do like a they, full they do wide shot. some wide shots. Yeah, it looks really good actually. <laughs> Which yeah, so everyone's ever everybody's fighting. There's magic bullshit flying all over the place, and then some guy fucking falls down from the sky with an explosion opens up above him and yeah he descends from the sky and he comes out just talking the craziest shit and it rocks it's so good he's got this skull mask on is a prelude to death he's got this like cape that rises and frames the back of his head the costume design in this is stunning absolutely stunning it's got all this gold thread woven into it yeah like it's great it does, like, I, I can see why they kind of have to do it this way. Because, so, you can't have the puppets wearing thin clothes. Right. Just because material doesn't get that thin, and it'll, like, everything will look kind of weird. You kind of have to use the clothing to imply anatomy. Right. But like, then it, it, it just looks kind of weird. Yeah. Then it just kind of looks weird when they're like, all right, let's go into this swamp. And they're all just in their Sunday best. (laughs) I'm totally willing to suspend my disbelief for that. Like, especially with the fact that like with puppets, you are, uh, and with things at this scale, you're already 
like inherently limited by how different they're going to look from each other. And so mm-hmm. having distinguishing clothing is extremely valuable to just uh, make sure you could tr- keep track of who's who. Oh, definitely. I mean, they gave someone a literal eye patch. Yeah. Just to make sure you knew who it was. Yeah. Just <laughs> you're like, yep, that's that guy. Um, also, they, they do layer like effect shots on top of the like practical effects that they're doing occasionally. And mm-hmm. um, I just think it, it, looks, it looks pretty good. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the, the effects themselves. Like there are some shots that have like fully CG characters. Um, like at the end of this fight, uh, the, uh, the bone guy uh, kills the brother of the siblings. And, uh, uh, the, and I, he, he got like a God, that's gotta be like a one in a thousand loot drop from that guy. <laughs> He got the heavenly sword. <laughs> he got some, yeah. He got some epic loot. <laughs> it, it flashed orange when it hit the ground, and all of the uh, the guys who participated in the fight had to roll on the loot table. Yeah. Um, but then you know, even though one of the lower rank guys got it, the uh, the clan leader pulled rank and said, you know, listen, He's you like, got you got to hand that over. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> listen, I go raiding more than you. I like, I it's, earned it's this. Just we need to just get the. Well, we need to get the utility out of it, really. Yeah, and uh, it's better suited for my character. My build is, right. is superior. <laughs> um, there is a, a really wonderful shot where... Uh, oh, my God, it just explodes. Um, there's a really wonderful shot where the, the sister of the siblings uh, jumps down off of the um, off of the edge of the cliff and tears yeah, just, and like, just stream out of her it. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I also just like that they just threw a puppet. Yeah, they just threw a puppet off the cliff. <laughs> they just threw a doll. Uh-huh. Uh, that's never not funny to me, especially in like, I don't know if you've watched a lot of old kung fu movies. Yes. Like, uh, God, the ones that I always think of for this are the Once Upon a Time in China series. Um where they would do that type of thing where it's like someone gets kicked and then they just take a rag doll and <laughs> throw it, eat it across thing. the room. Yeah. I mean, no, it's no. It's like, oh, that rocks. It's perfect. Like, I think that uh, there's, as long as you're doing cool shit, the, the suspension of disbelief that I'm willing to have is near infinite. Uh, oh, yeah. For that kind of thing. And uh, I feel like Puppet Show, specifically this one, Thunderbolt Fantasy, like it plays with that, you know, in a way that I think really works where it's, yeah, it's just like it's completely content to be really bullshit. fun. Um, I was, man, I really love the scenery and the sets are all super good and thoughtful. And like, they, I don't know how, like what scale exactly they're at, but there's a scene also in the first episode where it's raining and somehow the raindrops look appropriately sized for the, uh, yeah, uh, I assume situation. that they're just like misting. Yeah. But it could also be that these are really big puppets. Yeah. Like, they, by really big, I mean, like, a foot tall. Maybe? Uh, the thing is that they, like, there is definitely a scale to it, because you got to have your hand in there. Right, right. And I'm also and wondering if there's some perspective stuff going reasonably. on, because there's a character that's sitting underneath the tree, and this puppet is, like, stationary. Like, a, I don't think it's, like, built into the set exactly, but it's one of the few puppets that has visible legs that do, like that are crossed and do like a little shift to them. Yeah. Um, and so I wonder if this puppet is specifically built bigger, uh, 
to like accommodate for the effects looking slightly different and slightly better. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't, it, there was also at least one scene in here where it was showing someone's leg moving around. And I, I felt as though that was actually just a person in a costume. Oh, really? Yeah. There was like one shot where that happened, but uh, I would have a hard time pinpointing it. Yeah. As we're going immediately. There's some... Un- unlike that foot shot in the opening. <laughs> <laughs> That's just completely CG. Yeah. The complete... There's like it's one just, shot. Just someone was I think it's just actually like... the closing. Or maybe it's both. I don't know if they're the same. Uh, it's the closing in the first episode, and then it's the opening <sighs> in every subsequent one. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Where, you know, everything else, or at least all of the like characters up until this point have been puppets, and then there's just CG feet walking through a little pool. Yep. Wow. Okay. We really needed that. Yeah. Also, like, how did you not have puppet feet? Come on. It's a sham. Yeah. I love the this Tower of Seven Sins set. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sharp, craggy Uh, rocks. Also, like that name just rocks. Yeah. Super good. Like that. That is like the ideal uh, gay club name. (laughs) (laughs) It has to look exactly like this, too. And yeah, you know the people has, who show up look like like seven stories tall. Yeah, gotta be awesome. The uh, God, the end of the episode. So there's that that secondary fight that I mentioned. We get introduced to like the main protagonist guy, uh, who you know fights to defend the sister S- of the sibling. Steals an umbrella uh, because he's yeah because he promised a debt to a guy who admonished him for taking a an umbrella from a Buddha. Um, yep. And he gets sort of embroiled in this whole thing. Uh, and uh, in defending her, um, is talking to this guy who is a henchman that we got introduced to earlier. And uh, once he says his name out loud, that's when the, the guy uh, cuts his own head off and then yeah, explodes. throws his sword <laughs> in the air. <laughs> and uh, then one of those skeleton birds grabs the head, carries it back to yep. the tower, and... Uh, he reads the memories of it off of it. It's super, super fucking cool. Like it I is a D like villain thing to do. Yeah, I like the magic aspect of this. It I felt in the second episode that he was like that our main villain was gonna wind up being kinda like a Rita Rita Repulsa type thing. Cause he's looking at all of his swords and shit, and I'm just I'm just thinking like, oh, is is he gonna be like here, here is the the big big bad halberd. Go beat their asses, you guy. Oh, oh, I get what you mean now. Where it's like, yeah, you. What they're going to be doing every every episode is introducing, every, yeah, every week. Who is going to go after our band of heroes this coming time? Right, yeah. but it doesn't seem like it's no. That it way. seems like they abandon that pretty quickly. Yeah, um, but they the MacGuffin is a sword. Um, it's the the sword of the brother, um, because this well, is... the brother's got the the brother had the hilt. Oh, and the sister had the blade. Or, yeah, or it might have been the other way around. Whatever, I, I st- <laughs> stopped paying attention because it doesn't that that doesn't really matter. Yeah, not at all. Um, I did like in the third episode when guy is like, "Why didn't you just beat his ass with your big magic sword?" <laughs> Um, in the uh, rewinding a little bit in the second episode, we get introduced, uh, 
in the middle of a fight, which was kind of fun, uh, but a little repetitive uh, to the the rest of the the cast of heroes. Um, uh, one of them is an archer and one of them um, has a spear. They're brothers. Mm-hmm. They're both fine. It is it is funny that they made the the spear guy is the lancer, like the lancer archetype of oh, character. Yes, exactly. The blonde hair and the like, kind of a pain in the ass, quaffed. Well, and yeah, and like trying to be the main character while not being the main character. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Uh. And so they all uh, sit down and talk for what feels like six hours uh, about. Yeah, uh, needing to go into the villain's lair and fucking. Uh, oh, there's uh, also that intro at the beginning that's like, yo, there's demons and there's swords. That's it. That's it. Have fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If only there were just demons and swords in this show. Yeah. But God, it suckers me back in as soon as I see an environment. Like as soon as they walk into a new location. And they've got that green glow behind them and the, uh, all oh, the little yeah. bits of foliage. Like this and the, fucking rocks. Yeah, it fucking, it's so good. Um, every fight scene is so good. They just, like, commit to, like, not not caring necessarily, like, exactly what the rules of somebody's powers are, but while still no. allowing them to, like, be characterizations of that character. It's great. Yep. It's super great. The, um, yeah, so they all talk forever and basically are like, Oh, well we're heading this direction. And he's like, uh, I guess I'm heading the same direction. Okay. You can uh, follow me and we'll do a quest together. But, yeah. Then he kind of like busts loose from them, uh, goes to some little, or no, he, yeah, that was a later discussion in this one. He's like, no, fuck you. I refuse the call. Uh, Would you imagine goes, that a character refused the call? Right. It's unthinkable. Truly. Truly. Uh, so he goes to this town, and all all these puppets are running away from him. He's like, ah. All, all ah. these puppets that look like complete shit compared to everybody else. <laughs> well, what what it is is that they have, like, all the main characters have like built out chests. Yeah. And all of these ones are just like heads on sticks with clothes underneath that just sort of hang underneath them. Yeah. They're the same as the zombie puppets later. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, the everyone's running away and then he finds this wanted poster. That's like, I have this, this guy, this guy's a real jerk. Don't talk to him. Uh, don't, don't deal with him. Don't look at him. Yep. Uh, we're going to murder him. Signed, signed. The bad guys. Big bad, big, big bad wizard man. Yeah. So he leaves the town after stealing some bread. Uh, uh, uh although I guess it's not stealing cause guy was just like, just take it, please. Take it to go. And he's like, at least I got something to eat out of the deal. <laughs> no, that actually still sounds like stealing. <laughs> Uh, and finds this guy with a bow and a guy with the bow is like, yo, people are, people are going to ambush this, this guy ahead. Yeah. This guy who's, I don't recognize as you. Anyway, 
have fun continuing to walk down this road. Yep. Just keep going. And then he gets ambushed. So he does, and he gets ambushed, yeah. and then the Lancer guy shows up. They talk shit for a minute, and then uh, dude with the bow just starts sniping people from fucking mile away. Um, everybody freaks out, and is like, who could fire an arrow that far? And um, our main character is like, I don't give a shit about what's happening. Can I go now, please? Uh the Lancer's there and is like, that's my brother. I can't believe you don't know him, idiot. <laughs> I did also really like how the puppets fall down when they get hit with yeah. arrows. <laughs> it just sort of, it just does it. Sure. just lets them drop. Uh, yeah, and then there's like that close-in fight uh-huh. um, where he obviously kills everyone aside from the uh the one puppet that looks different from the other grunt ones. Yeah, because it needs to deliver some more exposition. Right. Yeah, she got she got to go home to the wizard man and be like, "I have failed you. I got my ass kicked. Sorry." And he'll be like, "This you can only go back once, or I will kill you myself." Uh, I'm a bad dude. Mm-hmm. And then the third episode, like basically nothing happens. Like. They talk for a century, and they go walk through a place, and they talk about their plans some more, and they go walk through a place, and they talk about their plans some more. Um, yeah, and there's a very they fight zombies fight with yeah zombies that La- sort of fall yeah. over and die. Lancer guy gets horny for the one yep. <laughs> woman in the cast. Yep, we tolerate that. Uh, who, mind you, they keep calling a little girl. <laughs> oh man, well uh, I suppose the Lancer's like twelve, so. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, and they're finding this necromancer. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I did watch a little bit ahead. Like, didn't watch the first three episodes and just, like, started a little ways in. And uh, the one that I found was where they were going to a um, a village to find this guy that can... Um, build them a a gun out of uh like like duct tapes duct tape and pipes and some batteries so that they can take down Shinzo Abe. Oh my god, you got we there. Did it. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can't believe you. Uh you're welcome listeners. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Um, can I get a review? Uh, yeah, I, God, I, I would give it like six swords flying around in the air out of 10. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty like good. Like it's, yeah, it's enjoyable to watch by virtue of just what it is, but not by virtue of the story that it's telling so much, it seems. Yeah. Or, I don't know. Yeah, the story just seems kind of formulaic. They lay it out in episode two where it's just like, okay, here's the video game that we're playing level one as we go to the swamp and yeah, get precisely. the necromancer. Yeah. And again, that's fine. Like, I, I, I don't... It is fine. I'm not yeah. upset about that at all. But It's, it's just, just that just it's very long-winded special. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I give it eight zombies out of ten, but only two can be on screen at the same time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was like very notable when they were uh 
the the fight in episode two where dude keeps plugging arrows into motherfuckers. Yeah. And you're just like, I didn't think there were that many of them here. Because they just keep going to these cutaway shots of uh-huh. some guy getting brained by an arrow. <laughs> but they uh, they all got buried in the, the studio backyard one at a time. Yeah. R.I.P. To make the new puppetry. <laughs> uh, what are we doing next week? Uh, next week. What are we doing next week? Uh, let me check. Bunch of don't hug me. I'm scared stuff. Yep. Plans to go watch the League of Super Pets. <laughs> it's back there somewhere. Yeah, we're going to have to just cut all this out. I mean, we automatically will anyway. Dinosaurs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. We get some Jim Henson up in this fucker. Finally. Finally right? at long last. <laughs> well, we can, yeah, we can talk about that next week. Yeah. See you then, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Thanks so much for listening, y'all. Big thanks to the composer of our theme, Miles Morkery, and to Bernadette Meeker, the artist for our thumbnail. We're OnTwosPod on Twitter.com. Our website is OnTwos.club. You're the best. Good night. Good night.